Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Forever. Dog. Well, look, everyone. This is a. Uh, this is another edition of Dark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy to have everyone here with us, and um, I'm just gonna hand it all on over to Josh. Have us uh, maybe d- define if you have a definition sure. on hand, uh, or make one up. Yeah, I'd like to see what you, uh, how you feel about it, and what you think it is. Sure, and uh, and then just go ahead and solve it for us. Great, let's just figure this whole uh, thing out. Well, in the words of the whitest person of all time, if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start. Let's start there. Um, so cultural appropriation, I think, is it's like kind of a squishy issue because there's a lot of a squish you if you a will. squish you. I certainly oh. will. If there's anyone who will, it's me. <laughs> um, so it's it's a squish you because there's the there's a natural blending of cultures and a natural sharing of cultures mm-hmm. that's I think desirable between cultures when it's mutually satisfying and mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. However, what we're talking about is kind of a colonial. Um, taking of a culture that's not yours and applying it in a way that's disrespectful or um, kind of false, uh, implies a false ownership over the original culture. So that's what I'm going to try to be solving today uh, as a white person. So <laughs> the the big problem, I think, with cultural appropriation that we need to discuss is that uh, my people's culture is the worst. There's not a good <laughs> white culture. If there were, we wouldn't be stealing everyone else's <laughs> all the time. There are some white cultures, right? There are there are elements of white culture. There's um like there's white slang. Like uh what? may I speak like. to your manager? It's <laughs> <laughs> white slang. There's like there are like white um holidays. Uh I assume. <laughs> I do the Jew yeah. ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Independence Day. That's Independence why. Independence Fourth of July is yeah. a big. That's a yeah. big holiday for white people. Boxing Day. Boxing. Oh, boxing. That's Canadian. That a, yeah. So, like by yeah. association, that's like mostly white. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, there, there are, there's white uh, music. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of lutes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, it's not like there are no things that white yes. people do, but they uh, taken all together, they, it stinks. <laughs> and so they. Uh, come on boats to other places and enslave people and destroy their culture and take it as their own. So the big problem that we have to solve is we have to make a better white culture. That's So that's where we're starting. That's not the <laughs> okay. I wasn't like, no, you guys, get on it. Uh, so that's the starting point for my presentation today. So we need is a better white culture. Uh, so it, just so everyone's clear, uh, we've established the white culture is marketing, essentially. Marketing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the occasional fireworks, <laughs> which were invented in China. So oh. also uh, not white culture. Uh, great. The song, That's Amore. That's white culture. Uh, mostly yeah. that. Um, just punching another guy for not uh, having a, the, not knowing there are enough Frank Sinatra lyrics. That's like white culture. Okay. So the... So what we need is a better white culture. That's yeah. that's where we're starting. Um, I think so many parts uh, and elements of culture, let's just say within America, um, are really vibrant elements of culture come from people and places who have been marginalized by the uh, the kind of dominant white culture, right? Gay culture, uh, different elements of, of 
uh, African American and African culture that that have relocated or located in America, um, Latin culture. So I think the the real way that we need to do this, right? We need to um, we need to marginalize white people. So okay, <laughs> so okay, we're on this. Ultimately, <laughs> what we need is several centuries, and I'm open to it. And, and what a number that you pitch the sharks um, of white slavery. So white people oh. need to be slaves for a few centuries, and I think that is good. That will clear up the issue of white people appropriating other cultures. Now. There are some other elements that need to that we can uh, that we can apply as well. For example, white people did a lot of colonizing, right? And that's what obliterated the other culture. So, if we to obliterate the vestiges of white culture, we need to uh, we need to have white places colonized. So, like, we Ooh. need to send people to Portland, Oregon, and uh, <laughs> we need more Not black hacky sack players. <laughs> that's what we need, just to. Uh, obliterate, right? Uh, so that's, I think that's my pitch is let's say three centuries of white slavery. Uh, that's my pitch. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, so I'm going to just turn this to the panel for initial discussion. What do you guys think about this idea? I'm very interested in this concept. <laughs> I think financially it would be good for me specifically. So <laughs> yeah. I am interested. I'd like to hear more. Mm-hmm. Are we maintaining the numbers of white people or is that going to change over the course of 300 years, do you think? Okay. So I have some thoughts on this. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I myself, in a, I'm in an interracial marriage mm-hmm. with a white Um I scooped the uterus, so I'm not having kids. But other interracial marriages, yes, just scooped it right out. Mm-hmm. Um, other interracial marriages will maybe uh, they will. What is it called? We're gonna get rid of the whiteness slowly mm-hmm. over time, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna just absorb into blackness over okay. time. So there will uh-huh. be less, hmm. and statistically, there will be will be less. Oh, I yeah. um yeah. Are we? I feel so we're like, not okay. going by a one drop rule. Here. I was gonna ask the same thing. Oh are we, okay. Are we, are we All right. Think- so we're not going by one drop because there are. So did you know Too that Ronda many. Rousey? Not so many. Sorry. So many. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey is an example of why that doesn't work. Did you know that she was black at all? No. She's idea. black at all? No. She has, a, <laughs> yes. she has a black grandfather. Like, oh. grandfather. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And you can't tell. So what we need is just, like, when a white person marries a black person, it just should be a role that their offspring marries black people as well. Like, or people who are, like, half. People of color, generally? Of color. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to be black people because I know that our um, our Chinese brothers are suffering right now. Yeah. There are a lot of them. They need to enter racial marriage. So, yeah. They need that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, they, need they need it. it. They, need it. they don't want it. it. They're, like, gross, right. but they need it. Okay. They uh, need the, it bad. The, the, the council requests clarification. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, look, so my concern here is uh, just that white people are already so ready to remind you that Irish people, the Irish were slaves. Oh, and I'm concerned of the ramifications of that actually being true. Like, what happens after 300 right. years of white slavery when... Like, are think... they going to try to make the national anthem a Dropkick Murphy song? <laughs> yes. I also think... I just don't foresee us, like sort of enforcing the same like post slavery yeah. laws that we ah, did. So and like so a like, Jim Crow. Yeah, like I don't Jim, I, I don't I have no interest in a Jim Carney, Crow on yeah. um, yes. white people. So I think I think post white slavery there you go. Nice. we're gonna have these still like very 
like financially well off white people that are still like, you know what, the Irish were slaves, and it'll actually be true. You can't say <laughs> yes. they. So uh, we're what? Yeah, what kind of slavery are we talking? Are we talking about the type that is uh, uh, generational and are completely denied the chance to? Uh, generate and keep wealth on their own. Are we talking about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. No keeping wealth. No that's keeping wealth. Okay. That's going to be okay. off the table. Okay, Because, okay. yeah. you know, yep. that's just, yeah. A, yeah. that's an internship. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. That's like, I worked at Condé Nast for the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a 300 year summer job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for walking into this perfect trap yes. that I've set here. Yes. Um, I uh, I always appreciate a well-laid trap, uh, even when I'm the one being trapped. So. Yeah. I'm really excited um, to have you here. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, I had a, a large chocolate chip cookie today because I was like, you know what? You just today is the day that racism as we know it begins to end, you know? And so it, you it begins its downfall. So, I was so like, you decided to start by crushing up something brown. <laughs> Great. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The traps begin. Uh, <laughs> the trap has begun. Yeah. Great. Sort of like a Caucasian rewarding of self as well. It's very interesting <laughs> yeah, to me. The, yeah. Okay. This yep. is interesting. Obviously, yeah, I'm going to be impartial, but I'm interested. Just yeah. an interesting yeah. place obviously, to start. Obviously impartial. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Interesting way to start. Uh, so the voice you guys just heard is the voice of Ayo Edebri. Yes. Uh, who has written for The New Yorker and is writing on an upcoming show on Comedy Central yeah. with uh, Francesca Ramsey. Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, hey. guys. How Hello. you doing? I'm yeah. good. Welcome. I was going to say, how are you? But that's not how podcasts work. No, th- please. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing good. I, thank you for asking. I'm, yes, yes. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Great. I'm yeah. excited to have you on. Thank I'm you for I'm excited to show. be here. This is going to be fun. I can't wait to um, trap a white man. Yeah. Rob Hayes of the Book of Yay podcast. You can say that on any show. Look, yeah. Look, okay, you know what? I'm going to need you to relax. Bring your energy <laughs> down just a couple of notches. Um, get any lower and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amped up. He's amped up. All right, that next disrespectful voice is uh, Dulce Sloan. Uh, Hi, friends. My Noah from The Daily Show, very good friend of mine. The nephew. What's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. Just nice to see your hair looks good. I'm really, I'm really. Hey, thank you. Uh, uh, you can also see Dulce uh, in Making My Hair Look Good. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> we spent Memorial Day just doing your Doye's hair. Pretty much. We worked it out, though. It looks that good. That is our relate. I feel like you... Uh, your hands were in my hair longer than we've ever had a conversation. Yes. Which is <laughs> yes. true intimacy. Great. I think we were just watching TV and we were just combing your hair out. Yeah. Yeah. I truly appreciate that. Um, and our, um, I don't know, our, our gentrepreneur for the day is um, is a good friend of mine, uh, Jane Harrison, you've seen at the Outside Lands Comedy Festival. Very oh, funny comedian. Music festival. Oh, music festival. I'm, I'm going to die. It's fine. Okay. Well, um, Hey, how are Hi, you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm hey. really excited. It's nice to have an all Atlanta crew. Yeah, yeah. I didn't plan it that way. It just kind of worked out, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy it happened. You know, two thirds. Rob, what is going on? Nothing's going on. Rob, you gotta, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Are you are one you, of those people whose yeah, silence though. sounds very loud. Yeah. What do you mean? You're like, I'm when excited. you're quiet, you're you feel like I love real, all you guys, <laughs> and all you guys like. 
I don't know. Y'all are my favorite people. I don't understand you why just, you're attacking me you right now. You just came out. Are you invited me. You came you out with this energy. Podcast. Came in the house you're, with this energy. Why are you attacking me right now? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, wait, 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 I just, wait, 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 wait. I know this rap. Don't get excited. <laughs> okay. Don't be like, what? No. Don't play why into it. Why am I being okay. attacked? No, no one's okay. What are these conspiracy yeah, right. theories? Ignore him Don't and wait. just start your podcast. Look, uh, he's gonna podcast do this. has started. We need just, to address the, yes, the hostility. No, don't address no his hostility. hostility. So That's exactly what he I'm wants. I'm being attacked. My character is <laughs> being attacked Don't right let, now. Just ask no. the question. I can't okay, believe you know this. I'm in shock. I'm in utter shock. All I did Look, was sit and, and this is quietly, all he does. This is all you he know, does. prepare for the podcast. This is all he does. Do this for now, I'll wait. I will wait. I can't believe you guys are treating me like this. Rob, I will wait. Oh my god! I will That's wait crazy. a half hour for an apology. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that I you know brought a positive attitude. Fuck <laughs> you today to podcast. You know we video this too, so people can see you being shady and lying. <laughs> shit is real. There's a video along with this. I can see you being shady and lying. Well, when do we start recording? <laughs> <laughs> we started recording before the dun dun dun. Yeah. Yeah, so they can see that what you're up to. I don't know again. why I'm being attacked. Negro, shut I up. Don't all right. Go go into your all thing. Right. He's gonna okay. do this all Look, day. So we We're not just playing this game with Rob Hayes today. On the podcast, we're just gonna make Rob mad the pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's look, Rob. Today on the podcast, <laughs> what do black people do about Kanye? Kanye West famously said, uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yes. Jim, Jimmy Kimmel famously said, what makes you think Donald Trump does? And Kanye West famously said, nothing. I always want to go to more protests. I always feel like I, 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 I don't go to enough. But like when like the big Black Lives Matter things were like happening and all those protests were happening and also the women's march. I remember like there were three specific big ones and I was like working at a restaurant at the time and I like couldn't like get anyone to cover my shift. But I also was like I like I want to make money. So it was um that's just like a little bit about me i guess and my yeah. protest history mm. i remember like looking outside of the rest like the very fancy restaurant i worked at like seeing people marching and being like solidarity <laughs> i always think about the people that are still in those restaurants i'm like do you support this just by virtue of being on the path mm. do you do you have to right or right. are there people that kind of get upset about them i don't know yeah i truly don't know um I found I found New York protests are always just co- sort of just a fun little gathering more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, except that one. That one was <laughs> that one was, that one was exciting. Gathering. That one was dope. Some dude tried to set a bunch of trash on fire and Did he you know cheat? he no plastic is not really that flammable. Yeah. Um but he tried and it was beautiful. Um nice. so James I'm going to turn it over to you. Um just I mean we try so hard and it seems like white people are never satisfied by the way that we choose to protest sometimes it's violent it's not always uh throwing a trash can through a chase bank window as dope as that is um so what do you think we should do what are our what are our options here great so i am going to focus on the second part of what you talked about which is Mm -hmm. white people never feeling satisfied with how a protest goes Mm -hmm. um so 
you know, I, I want to be clear. I think that protests are like powerful, beautiful things that, uh, so I'm not going to be telling people how to protest. Okay. Uh, but because I'd like to know. <laughs> I mean, we can get to some of those, but I do think that what I can best uh, pitch is the ways that uh, protests are like viewed by white people as they are seen as never being enough, right? So the, the it's always kind of the, the goalposts um, kind of move, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, hey, you need to protest peacefully. And then Colin Kaepernick takes a knee and they're like, not like that. And then, mm -hmm. you know, somebody like writes on a sign and they're like, not in the written word. Like, my children can read that. Please mm -hmm. don't do that. It's always like a new thing, right? So, and I believe that like, Commenting on how someone protests is just a way that you don't have to deal with what the protest is actually talking about. Like, there's a reason why there's not protests on Yelp, because it's not there for you to review, right? It's not there for you to, to comment on. It's there to be a tool to start a different conversation. So, um, and I think that the hard part about protests, it, as they currently stand, is that they are often having to prove a point, but also educate, usually educating white people at the same time. So that's a lot of like work and energy that is expended at any given time. Um, and I think that, you know, instead of just being able to say, say, hey, this is wrong, protesters are also having to say, hey, this is what's going on and it is wrong. Uh, so it is not a good use of energy uh, and it's not letting protesters do what they do best, which is protests and say, hey, this thing that's happening is wrong. So. And so the kind of the analogy that I have for this, just so that we have like a common framework uh, in my mind is like, it's essentially like a black person saying to somebody like, hey, my jacket is too small. And to most people that everyone would be like, yeah, your jacket looks too small. But for a white person, they'd have to explain it by being like, hey, it's cold outside and my jacket is too small because white people have privilege and they don't have to go outside. So they wouldn't even know that this is the case. And then white right. people use that to like turn the situation around to be like, actually, I don't think it's that cold, right? Which is like right. kind of a form of gaslighting. I know that was like a metaphor, but I've, I'm, I'm not convinced white people ever have to go outside. I, they don't. Yeah, I, they don't, don't, I, I used to be postmates. White people stuff. do not. They will make you bring them Chipotle that's down the block oh, yeah. I, yeah. and yeah. walk up five flights of stairs. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but continue. So, Wait, continue. Yeah, I think that <laughs> most of my analogies will probably just become real, real facts. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not great at analogies. Uh, so anyway, uh, so my belief, uh, just so you kind of know where I'm coming from, is I think that white people don't have the framework to understand what protests are actually talking about. Uh, and I think they don't have the skill set to do anything about it. And they've, because they have the privilege to be able to opt out of learning those things. So they don't have to engage with the actual issues. So they've opted out. So I am pitching an organization that is that's whole thing is to help protesters just be able to do with like to be able to point out what's wrong to be able to do what they do best uh, and take care of the education side of white people we all know that white people are not going to be receptive to this mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be have to done secretly so okay here we go this is an underground organization uh, that secretly wages war on the white mind oh my god <laughs> okay <laughs> um, it is oh called god. The Whiteness Inception Program, uh -huh. um, which was supposed to be a play on the Witness Protection Program that got away from me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but it is an acronym for WHIP. For yeah. WHIP, yes. Mm. So, that's interesting. And that's noted. Mm. And that's noted. It's Wh just noted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
Imagine CIA agents during the Cold War, but their whole job is to fight racism and to prepare... CIA, pro- like the entertainment CIA. Oh, okay. Yeah. You write that down. That was just a reminder that I'm involved in the industry. Yeah. CIA. Who represents me? I just want to be very clear. Shout out to my representation. Um... Uh, I don't have representation. If you're listening, I feel free to contact me. Um, <laughs> CIA agents during Cold War, mm-hmm. but the their job is to fight racism instead of communism uh, and to prepare protesters to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. So there are three branches to the organization. There is the media branch, there is the community outreach branch, and then there is the supernatural branch. Okay, What's the, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to work through it here. So the media branch is going to slowly create a secret media empire that is getting into white people's brains and creating things on their level from people they trust so it's like giving them the vocabulary so that they can participate in these dialogues You think Kanye responded and when it wasn't due recorded to on television? I think, it did. I think it had something due to, to say. Capitalism, they film it in the we morning. We're not <laughs> able to see. That's not true. It's an LA show. They film it in the afternoon. Yeah, but we're they not still edited it. See, we're not able to see. Yeah, they edited out his response clearly. No, man. No. Joan <laughs> Cuts. All right. Okay, you happy. know what? For, Are you really think, serious about that? You really think that's what happened? What do you mean? <laughs> you really think that they edited out his response? They wouldn't I mean, want to put his why, answer why on they, TV. Why did they show commercials? And because then he comes back and he's talking about porn. Clearly, the conversation went He talked about porn places. before that happened. Editing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, oh, you're going to just ride for this nigga regardless. <laughs> okay, got okay, it. So, all, bef- all right. Bef- we'll have this discussion in a second. Before we do that, we're going to turn over to Jane, who has a... Uh, our our white woman in residence mm. who has opinions on what black people should do about Kanye. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about it every we, night when I fall asleep. How do we fix it? What are we What are we supposed to do? Because like, he's still he's still a good musician. I want to listen to his music, but he's uh he's got some whack opinions. Black Lives Matter was brought up earlier. Um, white people, a lot of white people, uh were very scared by that phrase or chose to not actually engage with what the conversation was about. Uh, they wouldn't even say the phrase Black Lives Matter in many cases. Uh, they, so they were kind of intimidated by it. They would be much less intimidated by it if there was a country song, a smash hit country song about Black Lives Matter. So it's catchy. Maybe it's called Hands Up, Don't Shoot. Uh, or something of the sort, right? That is very catchy, that they sing, and then suddenly there's a protest happening, and they hear it, and instead of being like, shut it down, they're like, hey, we got something in common, right? And so they're suddenly into the thing, and they don't even know that this happened. Side note, country song would be difficult to go about, but I have some ideas of how we could do that. We can come back to that later. Um, cool. So they're going to build an empire. That is also where a lot of the money for this organization is going to come from, is from slowly building a media empire is going to be that. Great. The other part is the community outreach. This is where we are going to create undercover agents and we are going to send them out into white communities just the way that undercover uh, CIA agents would have infiltrated the Soviet Union at one point. Okay. So this is going to be people who live amongst just normal white people, uh, but they are slowly and slyly educating them on things. 
here's the problem. The problem with Kanye, see, he's a big thinker. He has gr big, great ideas. He's unmoored from the tethers of reality, which is great for thinking outside the box, making art, making music. But then that also means he says some dumb shit. And also, he's super rich. So he does dumb shit because he's not connected to people who are actually living in everyday reality where you're not just making art. You have to, like, get to your job and not get locked up at the border and all kinds of fun things like that. So I my proposal is that we need to move his big ideas away from where they actually are influencing and to a point where he can talk about them and explore them, but they don't actually have an impact. So my idea is that we let Kanye run an art school. We preferably the school, the Art Institute of Chicago, we make him the president. He gets maybe, what, $500,000 a year as a salary? And then he can debate hotly with uh, kids from all over Chicago and the country who are artists about what they think uh, how the world should work. And he can debate whether or not slavery is a choice with a bunch of 20-year-olds who have opinions. You want to give a crazy man a school? Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. I went to art school. I've lived in Chicago. I feel like this is a great solution. No. No? I Yeah, I, I feel like we got to turn it to the parent. Don't say, what do you think? I can't like give a crazy man that much access to children. That's stupid. That's the opposite of what you do. Can't give a crazy <laughs> man. Listen, these kids, the worst thing you can do is give them a bunch of 20-year-olds because it's going to be someone who thinks it's a genius surrounded by 20-year-olds who think they're also fucking geniuses. We're going to create a supervillain. Okay. That's where we're going to... You put him around a bunch of artsy kids who have a little bit of money and they're like, oh, I know so much about the world when they know absolutely nothing next to a crazy person. Right. You just gave him minions. Do you not think... Because do you not think that a few of them would rebel no matter what and if he's an authority figure at an art school they might be like he's old old world hack we don't believe this shit because like they're, gonna, have so they're gonna be social justice they're, they're not gonna go for the slavery is a choice thing they're not gonna go for that but none of us I went for know. that I know but then but he gets yelled at it by 20 year olds over, you think that I feel like I feel like 20 year olds are uh, more susceptible to that than really yeah. because there was because if you're going to an art school he's a true artist he's a president of the school you're gonna have so much reverence for him Oh, that you're no. gonna take in more, way more than what art he's students say. hate presidents of art schools, but most presidents of art schools are just businessmen. Most of them are not Kanye West, right? Exactly. He would also have to teach a class. He's surrounded by fan. Oh man, why would? First of all, he's not connected enough to anything to come up with a curriculum. Are you serious? <laughs> I are mean, you, serious? Yo, you are serious. You seriously think he couldn't come up with a? No, curriculum? I'm not saying that he couldn't come up with a curriculum. I'm saying it's gonna be a curriculum that's not. You can't test on this curriculum. That's what I'm saying. He don't want to take no test. You can't, why you can't test? What? You have teacher's assistants. They can grade the test. I don't understand why you can't give tests. He could take a, teach a fashion course, teach people how to make ugly clothes. Oh, yeah, the clothes of the apocalypse. He could do that. About, yeah. All these people talking about the clothes, they don't see how those clothes affect the clothes that you see people walking around in every yeah, day. Yeah, I see people Are walking around with clothes with holes in it and then Kanye West making clothes with holes in it. I get it. Are you giving I'm the like, Miranda Priestly speech from uh, from uh, Devil Wears Prada where it's but like the blue true. sweater thing? That comes from a real place. It the does. Devil Wears Prada is based on a true story. <laughs> true <laughs> events mean, and real people. Anna Winter is a real person. Yeah, we know okay? that. Yeah, but she doesn't listen to Kanye West style. She could. If you guys, If you guys ever been in a fast fashion place and seeing what has been worn in the past five years and then look at what Kanye West was wearing in the past ten years, you will see his influence heavily. He's wearing clothes with holes in it? He's wearing I'm supposed to be impressed by that. that. Before He's wearing, that like shirts. That's and that's stuff. that's several evolutions later. So it's monochromatic. 
if you say to a white person something about white privilege, usually they're like, hey, um, they'll say something along the lines of, are you saying I haven't worked for stuff or my ancestors haven't worked for things? Have you said I ha Are you saying I haven't had a hard life? But imagine how different that conversation would be if they've had a friend of like 10 years and at a barbecue, that friend was just like, hey, man, you ever heard of intersectionality? And so just he brought it up and they slowly talked about it. So later when somebody brings up white privilege, he's a little more open to it because his buddy's into it, right? right? So that's slow undercover. The last one is the supernatural branch. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. We know that there are just going to be some people who are going to shut down protests and they're very powerful uh, and they are very rich. Jerry Jones right now uh, is the one who's in the news for, for working to do that very publicly. He has a lot of money and he has a lot of power, so he doesn't really have to engage with anybody, right? So the supernatural is saying that, yes, a rich person might not listen to a person of color, but you know who they will listen to? Ghosts. How do we make white people into better allies and real allies? Because I feel like a lot of people uh, just feel like they can claim to be an ally. True. And I feel like you, ha you should have to sign a fucking treaty or something. something like, I didn't agree to that. For sure. A contract. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should you know be... how treaties work with white people. Well, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> we don't necessarily treat tees, Jeff. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Now. Hey, sign this paper, and here's a blanket. Right. Um, <laughs> in whose language? Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know yeah. a lot about our contractual <laughs> Right now, I got a parcel. Put your mark on it. <laughs> What's a mark, boss? Just don't read page 19 through 20. <laughs> <laughs> what they call the fine print. Yeah, those little letters, those, those don't matter. Those yes. do that a lot. You know. Uh, so we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, so to solve this problem, uh, Alice is going to take it away for a little bit. Hmm. Alice, uh, you you started this problem. How do we how do we fix it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so um, as we all know, white people really love Fitbits. We love like yes. fitness trackers, Apple watches, all that type of stuff. Like. I, I've noticed it like it's a booming industry. The like attachable, wearable little tech gadgets that we have. We're very into those. And I thought, you know, one of the biggest problems, as you were saying with allyship, is that it's not tangible and it's not practical and it's not useful. It's just like people want to be allies because they want to do better in theory right like you want to work out in theory you want to get fit in theory yep. but and it takes work to get to that point it takes really hard yeah. work so get how do you and walk around with a fitbit yes <laughs> <laughs> what is that from some I, man it's that? one of my favorite tweets i've ever heard i, I don't remember who it's it was a tweet? Is it's this a tweet sonic oh, it's a sonic tweet incredible yeah uh, technology so uh get down with the I'm so I'm trying to devise a, a system for white people to put their money where their mouth is and become uh, useful and helpful and, and better allies in the world through a system that's like an app-based fitness program for allyship. And you wear it around and it tracks your allyship as you go around throughout the day and you get different milestones for different achievements such as there's a li listening achievement, there's a placing your money where your mouth is achievement and actually like supporting businesses run by people of color. Uh -huh. There's a uh, 
there's there's a uh, educating other whites uh you know and talking other whites down award and then but if the app notices you talking about your achievements you actually get (laughs) you actually get less they come back down okay see that's a crucial point if you're caught talking about them or bragging about them especially where other people of color are around to hear you Uh you start to lose points so i'm presenting this idea it's called the racelet um (laughs) 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 <laughs> and I think probably there's nothing I'm, wrong I'm with finished. that name. I'm, I'm, I'm done with I'm this podcast. Kind of I mean, I think we, we gotta should sign out now. basically wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm already like that. I, <laughs> I feel like I really had you guys on board. Oh on I just had you. Had had I had you. That's not and it. I decided really to you doing so down, good. Right? Doing yeah. so good. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. But here's the deal. Okay, one more. One more. Oh my god. Not tied to the name. <laughs> I will say plays in very well to the Fitbit aspect. Yeah, uh, bracelet. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's amazing. Yeah. It is also a way for <laughs> anyone to identify another ally. So if I'm white and I see another person wearing the bracelet, um, I can go, okay. And the greatest part about it is that just like the Fitbit, you can compete with other whites. So it's like uh, a tangible like, reason uh, where it's like, oh, they say they're being and they're showing up, but it's like, great. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you got another thing, but it's like, I'm, I'm going to do better. I'm so gonna <laughs> even better than her because she's doing great. And then the other thing is that it's all designed by uh, all designers of color. Uh, the, the whole team that made up the different milestones are like so- social anthropologists, historians, product developers, IT people, and then also... Uh, all the money that obviously goes towards the designers is like not money going back into the hands of Silicon Valley white people. Right. Okay. Because, you know, there's a lot of money in the industry. Of, yeah, of course. Um, now, who is um, who is paying for this outright? White people. Oh, great. We're buying Trump it. Trump is playing, paying for it, right? No, it's He's the development is totally like a white, white investors invest in the product and then hire people of color to design the product. Then then the all usual. the money. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. very familiar. Standard. But then they own the company. <laughs> what sort of wage are these but people the of color? But the investors then, they don't, they step away and they, they don't, don't own the company. Do they get, do like they get companies So we're talking angel, angel investments. Devil angel. investments, excuse angel. me. Devil <laughs> investments. Yes, white devil investments. <laughs> but then they they know they don't have ownership over the and the company right. never goes public so it's always owned by the creators which okay. are people okay. of color and then everybody who is buying it is white and so all the money is automatically going to non-white people right okay um symbolically i think the aspect of um of black people doing all the work bothers me <laughs> but i don't know why i ag- <laughs> Symbolically, <laughs> it is the way it should be. I feel like that's right. work that what we deserve. What if maybe white children made it, right? But we oh, didn't pay them. Yeah, yeah, yes. the actual. But we don't pay them at schools, like I at private schools. I think this idea no, does need a and white sweatshop. That's the idea of manufacturing. A white sweatshop. Sweat yes. And now I'm taking I mean, credit for your idea. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to I mean, be credited go as usual. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you know. And so now I just lost points. So <laughs> you know, it went down. And, it, and, it sh- and, and she's, it, she's got a bracelet prototype on her wrist right now. And if now. you lose a certain amount, actually, it, if it goes under a certain... I've been talking too long. It, it shocks you. 
<laughs> so oh, it actually right. can really, you know, you if you go okay. past a certain amount of like if you're if you're doing so poorly that you've lost all your points, mm-hmm. like in a video game, it I shocks think, you. So how about? For that idea, if you go below a certain level, black people have a counter bracelet, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So a black person Ray near foot. you is alerted, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we get to hit you with a whip. Mm. Whip might I'm be just, a str- little strong. I'm just saying, maybe? Theoretically. No. In theory, Theoretically. It's, a, it's a good idea. It's like a digital Let whip hit you with that head nod, with that meme head nod, was just like... You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I do like the idea that you, you can do points. whatever will, you I, want. I'm a fan of that idea because I think one of, the biggest, one of my biggest issues in Portland is that I feel like there are not enough disapproving black faces. Uh, that's, that's I think good. that's how I like that. when whiteness goes unchecked, yeah. that's how yeah, you get a lot so of white So I do feel like if, if you're wandering around in a town like Portland and you don't see anybody with these things on, mm-hmm. you know, and then you see a couple people and you're like, you can on your own device see how they're doing. Yeah. So it's like if I don't want to be cool. around okay. them, okay. you know, they have like the things, but like, situation. how are they really doing? Yeah. Right. Oh, and if they're doing right, great, right. okay. Well, we then need to think, is like, are we, can we? Is there like an app yes. to go along with this? So it's like, if based. I have an Apple Watch and you have yes. a Fitbit, I mean, a uh, bracelet. Bracelet. <laughs> can I She's get the app? I <laughs> can I get the app for bracelet? <laughs> yeah. So problematic. <laughs> it's like, what are we saying when we say that Look, word? It, it feels amazing. so uncomfortable, but I, it's so good. I get good. that app? So Honestly, I love it so oh, much. So I think it's so brilliant. Oh, uh, the name alone is just. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh, it sells itself? And this yeah. better be. This is going to be a set, right? <laughs> this is a whole set now, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Bracelet with no vowels in it. As um, oh, most yeah, apps. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's an app, yeah, so you can get the app for the Apple Watch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Will there be? So is there? I'm sorry. Is there a setting for? Not only is this person not doing well, but they're problematic, and I am going to call this person out. I think in front of other white people. Yeah, I think so. I I think think there. I think I would vote for a maybe like a trigger to warn the people around you that someone is about to be called out. Just to warn the other Ooh, black people so that they're there. So we can start recording. Yeah. Pull out phones. Like a privilege yes. counter. And in the, yeah. in the sense that uh, I are, are, are you are Check you, your privilege. <laughs> yeah, check your privilege. Because yeah. this has to be the part in the app where it goes, okay, well, wait a minute now. This is not allyship. This is privilege that you're utilizing. Yeah, and right. You're confu- this, this is usually and where the confusion comes in. In a sense, yes. it's like Ooh. if I've worn the bracelet, I've put myself on a list to show up for this stuff. So it's like, I know that this is a possibility. Yes. You know, and I don't want to land myself in a position, but like you can put a, th- a warning saying like somebody's about to get called out. So if people <laughs> want to walk away from that, they can. But if people want to actually come to it yeah. from outside, yeah. you know, world star. Yes. Exactly. So I'm in the center of that and I just have to deal with it. And okay, that's what so, I think about. Well, on that note, what does world star get a cut of this? Oh my God. Does worldstar.com <laughs> get a cut of this in honor of their, uh, their recently fallen founder? Um, I think Worldstar deserves a cut of this uh, of this idea. Yeah. What Silence happened in the room? Do you have a crickets noise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fifteen percent. Okay. Fifteen well, percent goes to Worldstar. It's your money, so. That, I mean, that's almost you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a symbolic three fifths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Nice. Like Sixty percent goes to Worldstar. <laughs> nice. Like it. Like it. <laughs> So this is this is the branch that purely creates ex- like Christmas Carol like experiences for rich people oh, wow. and just shows them the flaws in their ways mm-hmm. uh, so that they're just scared shitless mm-hmm. and they turn they 
turn it around. Okay? Uh, it's a supernatural branch. Okay. That's okay. for the only the most extreme cases of this. And in your mind, an extreme case would be... Jerry Jones. Great. Uh, he owns the Patriots, Jeff, right? Jeff Bezos. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Okay. So okay. this is who. This okay. is that is the level of power that we're speaking about Reasonable. here. So the the whole goal of what I am pitching in this organization is it is saying protests are good as what they are, and I think that it's almost creating a free market of protests because you're removing obstacles for protesters to actually become more creative and do what they do better because they're no longer having to just expend emotional energy educating white people. Join me on this journey. Wow. Okay. Let's uh, let's go ahead and open it up to the panel. What do you guys think about this? Um, thank you so much for your ambitious pitch. I want to say first of all, um, I, I I I have a few questions. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess I'll start. I'll go in. Oh well, I I guess we we'll, we we'll, we can start at the at the top. Um, we described the organization as the CIA for racism, and so that <laughs> the that, CIA. I mean, That's... right. So sort sort of the CIA. I I do wonder, you know just about general recruitment. Mm. What, what, what is the base of this program gonna be looking like? Great, I'm glad that you asked that. Thank you so much. Um. Um, okay, so I think one last question and then we can turn it to, uh, to judgments, Great. final judgments. Um, and this harkens back to my original concern is just that um, I would, uh, I just propose to the rest of the group that having white people go through slavery is just cultural appropriation, just oh. in terms of labor. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh sure. Wow. Um, white people would love like it. Oh, appropriating the entire basis. <laughs> They're like, for I'm our so culture, black sure. now. Like, uh, look at me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it would be so. Got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my okay. God. Uh. The tans. Uh. The tans mm-hmm. would be just bananas. Out of control. Yeah. yeah. You uh, just swayed me. I'm not on. I'm not I, about I, it. Yeah. I think you guys are still overlooking the very positive financial benefits. I feel like, <laughs> but yes, short term. Yeah, but over generations where we're allowed to keep wealth and they are not. I'm just. Mm. You guys aren't envisioning what I'm envisioning, which is like a really nice house with like a lot of land around it, and like it is a plantation, but it's like a nice one. <laughs> sure. And it's mine. You like a, it doesn't have, have the same paint you, attached to it. You would you have know? like a tech incubator. Yes. Oh, yes. Ooh. I also, <laughs> actually. That'd be good. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Man, I was like thinking crops still. It I'm doesn't all have, have to be crops. It's very the, antiquated yeah. slavery. Oh, man. We could own Elon Musk. You could own Elon Musk. There it is. You could have an electric car. Do you want to own Elon Musk, though? He seems kind of off. <laughs> he seems really off, but if I don't have to look at him, yeah. it's great. Okay, just lock him up in the. Uh-huh. Do, are they locked up? I don't know. I don't <laughs> oh, understand. I think that's I up to you. Yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> not for me to what decide. What type of owner do you want to be? Like, do you want to be Michael Fossbender in Twelve uh, Years yeah. a Slave, or do you want to be Brad Pitt in Twelve Years a Slave? The whole spectrum. Wait, can yeah. I be Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained? Of course, not. Can I be a monster? Because I like that. Wow. Absolutely. I'm so interested in what your husband I do feel like that's. That's our oh, culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think look, there, like there's some give and take. In yeah, all this right. Thing, it's so. a push and pull. It's, it's a blending. <laughs> um, and I just wonder. I I don't mean to hold this over anyone's head, but <laughs> to uh, to say no to this pitch. Uh, White people still win. <laughs> oh my god! Damn like, it! He yeah. brought us back to oh, reality. Yeah. It was all part of his okay. plan to begin uh, with. Reality kicked oh, in. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. I guess we mm. got to do. 
<laughs> Naya, what do you think? Whew. Okay. I got to say that I'm I'm against it. And the, the reason is I feel like this will slowly happen over time anyway mm-hmm. because our, our numbers are increasing. Mm-hmm. More and more intermarriage. Uh, there are little Wakandas popping up everywhere. And I think... Uh, I think in 300 years we'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, because racism is. I'm not going to get into it. I was going to go to like I, a whole. No, movie. you guys. I talk, like. Please, get you're into the it. only person I've heard of that I've talked to in the last two years that thinks things are moving in the right direction. Well, no, 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 no. Well, this is the thing. So I actually studied genocide and cultural anthropology mm-hmm. in undergrad and grad school. I only did a year of grad school because they found out I had no money. Um, but <laughs> then, but. When I studied it, it was very, very sad. I mean, where where we are now is very, very sad. But I think progress is more like a cyclone. Mm-hmm. It's like you go forward, you go all the way back, you go forward all the way back, and then finally, one day, there will be a whole new group of people to oppress. So that's what <laughs> I think will happen. I mean, it's all very sad. Let's be real. Hopefully, the <laughs> yeah. world ends in fire. All right, Kenise, wow. what do you right. think? So you're so oh, you're out. So if you I'm had, out. I'm so out. I understand. Okay, yes, Great. okay so I. Am in tentatively. I'd like to see some numbers, some firm <laughs> plans, like a, a project timeline, mm-hmm. and some logistics as far as how we're going to relocate all of these white people. Because I would like uh, brownstone in Brooklyn, and I would like them to come to me. Uh, I don't want them to maintain their Alabama accents or whatever. I just have a very specific idea of what I want, you know. And I think financially this will help me a lot. I like the idea of a lot of people working for me, and they get no money, and I get a lot of money. Mm. And I will be dead by the time the white uprising happens. Okay. So okay. it'll take like a couple of generations. First we'll be like, well, this is, uh, I mean, this is a burden, we get it. And then the second generation will be like, well, I guess I am just a slave now. And then the third generation will be like, fuck this shit, but I'll already be dead. So I won't see like when all of this Valid. goes up into flames and we have Helter Skelter. And then at that point, white people will have invented their own jazz. Yes. <laughs> Which is what we're yeah. trying to solve to begin with. What would that sound like? Cats? Would it sound like cats? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Oh, oh boy. Oh, um, well, look, for me, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's complicated because short term, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of merit to it. And I know the, you're proposing it for the after results, but I really like the, the very now I get a, uh, an app farm, <laughs> essentially. Um, but I, I do have concerns about the later generations and just the, uh, you know, I, I just, I just never want, uh, white people as a group to feel vindicated. Mm. I feel like I'm exactly. so afraid of that. Yes. I'm very afraid of that. So I'm going to make you an offer. I will, when the Tubman 20 comes out, mm-hmm. I'm going to have like 10 of those. I'm gonna give you nine of them for seventy percent of this company. Bury it right now. Just make sure it never happens. Okay. Wow. So one hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for a majority for share. For a majority share. <laughs> for a majority share of this idea, so that it just never sees the light of day. That's pretty. That's Even pretty though we're putting offer. a podcast out about it. No, nope, that's <laughs> a pretty good. Idea. And did you have an offer, Kenise? Um, I know you're out. <laughs> you're yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do I need do you to have make a an offer? offer? Like, you're. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's a very in question. a future yeah. where you 
well, you're not real. Like, you, you wouldn't be enslaved, would you? I mean, I don't know that that's my choice. <laughs> okay, true, 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 true. true. If, the, but thank you so much for asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm just concerned about you. Yeah, but if we were in this future where your idea was being enacted, I wouldn't have to pay you for it anyway. True. Yes. So, so I would just claim it. So you're it appropriating this idea. Yeah, I, I can just okay, appropriate the idea. That's fair. So which I'm is get- me appropriating white culture. So oh, I'm definitely yeah. going to go with you, know, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess. All right, so I we got ourselves a deal. I need I those nine toughness. Like <laughs> oh, boy. So it's not happening for, what, $120? It's not happening for... Oh. That's great. I like that. Man, yeah. I'll take it. This yeah. is probably the best business deal I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's somehow you still come out on top. I know. Yeah. It's, it's the paradox. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, look, I'm proud of us. I feel like we uh I feel like we really got into it and we really uh we you know, we made it happen. <sighs> if I could say nothing else, which I can't. Forever This has been a production of Forever Dog and the Brain Machine Network. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Leif Enochson, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.